Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres begin a four-game set against the Giants. And in studio, we've got Brady Phelps, who watches the games just like you, but not just like Bill Center. I'll be there. You're going to be there, obviously. Yeah. You're going to oh. be up there in the press box looking so. down on the rest of us? Right. Yeah. I'm going to be a fan. You are a fan. Yeah. That's why you're here. Yeah, that's true. Also in studio, we've got Bill Center, who hates the Giants almost as much as he hates man hugs from men. I miss Bill Center so bad, I cannot wait to see him and give him a big old bear hug in the press box later. He's going to hate me. It's going to be great. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Brady Phelps and Bill Center. Hello and welcome the Padres Social Hour. Moving along. A very special edition right. of Padres Social Hour featuring the one and only Bill Center and yours truly, Brady Phelps. Right, but we got to move it along. We got to move it along. Whoa, and there goes my mic. Right. My mic goes right just, off. That's, Brady that's, just hit his mic. That's a great way yeah. to start a show Rook, right there. Yeah, what a rookie move. Flying off my head. We're speaking of rookies today, and look what happened. I know. I'm going to be live for a total of maybe five minutes on the show. We and have, you already botched And I already threw my mic right <laughs> off my face. It's perfect. So I was just on the field watching uh, Sweeney and Mudcat talk to Travis Jankowski and Andy Green as he rolled up, and they finished their conversation. And as Jankowski ran out to the outfield, uh, Mud kind of yelled out and he goes, hey, Travis, or Freddie, Freddie, who's starting a major league ball game today? And Jankowski kind of slowly goes, me. And he kind of ran out to the outfield. And I loved it. It was just this moment of like two, a former ball player and a current ball right. player having a good time together. And that's what I got to think that all these kids are thinking today. Today, we're interviewing. Well, we, meaning you and Bob Scanlon, are gonna, you interviewed earlier today, right, right before I got here, uh, Hunter Renfro, uh, Carlos uh, a Slippy Slappy Aswahi. 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 Right. I was way off. And uh, Manuel Margot, not Manny, Manuel, Manuel Margot. And Austin Hedges, who right. has been up before, as we know. We played an entire, I mean, pretty much half a season here. Right. right. So he's seasoned vet. But the rest right. of these guys, first major league start tonight. Right. Very special. We're very excited to have you guys. Uh, we're going to get right to the lineup today. Um, we're the lineup, starting lineup is brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. And the lineup today is going to be starting with my boy, Freddie, uh, Travis Jankowski, Manuel Margot, Will Myers, Ryan Schimpf who was the oldest uh, position player in the lineup at 28 years old today. Uh, Hunter Renfro in right field. Aswahi at second base. Aswahi? Aswahi. Aswahi. <laughs> I will never get that right. Austin Hedges is going to be catching. Handsome. Oh, look, you did it. Sardinas. Luis Sardinas, shortstop. And Christian Fiedrich, the oldest Padres player on the field at 29, 29 years old today, is going to be pitching. This is very exciting. Now, we have a special graphic today for our Supercuts head-to-head challenge. Let's see it, Blooper. How do we look about, like, who won yesterday before we see what the magic number is for today? Did we play yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so the, the, the Padres lost yesterday, obviously. We were so close to a sweep, which would have been crazy because it would have been sweep and then get swept and then sweep. But anyway, Padres lost, and did the couch win or I lose? won. You won yesterday. Right. You're, you're spreading your lead out. So right. I have Luis Perdomo. You had Luis Perdomo over John Jay. Yeah, which now we, we have a magic number for you. just like. Oh, yeah, we do. We're getting there, guys. Yeah. Can, can we look at this idiot? All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the blooper with a top hat. With three more wins, I'm the champ. He deserves it. Popping bottles. You're a wizard, Harry. So three wins away. It's not going to happen today. Bill, this is very rare for you, but you 
and get Bill picks first. You get to get right. the, you get to pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one of the kids. I'm gonna go with Hunter Renfro. Okay, you think they're gonna actually pitch to him tonight? Right. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Was last that so night. weird? That was the first time that's happened since 2001. That, that, and that, a, that a player's first MLB at bat was an, was an intentional walk. walk. Right. I hated it because I wanted to see him hit, obviously. Right. But I also loved it because what an incredible honor to uh, this kid to be like, bro, we know you're brand new. We're walking and, you. And I'd like to know when it was the last time that it happened that they walked intentionally walked and it wasn't a pitcher next. Yeah. I, great question. Blooper, who you got? I have to turn my mic on. That helps. Come on, buddy. I'm going to go with Austin Hedges. He's back in the bigs. Okay. Austin Hedges coming back, a seasoned vet amongst these other guys. Uh, that is, uh, you know, actually, we have a special uh, SD member moments today. We're joined by uh, Jael. I don't know. Are you, you back here? It's nice to meet you, man. It's very, uh, we're, Potters are doing a special thing with, with their members where they're making it a special. You get to come down and watch and get the super experience. So uh, I'm stoked for you. Welcome. And we're happy you're here. And we hope that Blooper loses this Supercuts head-to-head challenge. Uh, at Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. We will be back soon with more Padres Social Hour with Bob Scanlon and Bill Center interviewing all these young studs. Can't wait. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Glad you could be with us. And this is what we've been waiting for, a chance to see all the great young players. And we have one of them with us here today, Major Leaguer Hunter Renfro. Hunter, congratulations on being called up. Thanks for joining us here today. And uh, how does it feel to be uh, called Major Leaguer at this point? Uh, it feels really good. You know, it's it's kind of <laughs> a dream come true. So it's very special to me. I'm very blessed. Yeah. Now, you, you are the most tenured visitor here on Padres Social Hour, we just found out. So <laughs> yeah. uh, you've, you've been here several times as a minor leaguer, but now it's nice to have you here in, in a big league uniform. How d- when did you find out you're getting called up to the big leagues, and who was the first person that you called? Uh, found out after the game. Fortunately, Memphis, we uh, finished our season there and uh, came one game short of you know the championship there, but uh, won the PCL. But uh, Rod, you know, called us into the office one at a time and and kind of told us all there and <laughs> and uh, called my wife and told them they were at the game actually, so my, all my family was there. So it's kind of an easy way to celebrate there and come here. You know, last night, Major League debut, and I, I know you're getting ready to pinch hit. You go up there, and they walk you intentionally. And I don't know how many <laughs> times that's <laughs> happened. I would imagine not many in Major League Baseball. What was When you're standing in there and you realize that they're going to walk you intentionally, what are you thinking? Um, not really thinking about that at all. You know, I'm just trying to go up there and, and try to get a hit and try to help win the ball game. And, and uh, you know, go up there and catcher steps up and, and points his glove out and is like, all right, well, that's fine with me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now in the back of your mind, are you still going over the scouting report of, hey, this is what this guy's supposed to be featuring? If he leaves one a little bit too close to the plate, I'm swinging? Oh, I'm just trying to get up there and try to get my rhythm down and make sure I can see the ball, you know. <laughs> uh, first time really playing at night here in San Diego, so I uh, just kind of really want to see the ball. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, has it just been a blur for you for the last 24 hours, Hunter? I mean, you, you were just in the championship game for AAA for El Paso, and all of a sudden the next day you're standing in a big league's batter's box. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a blur. But, I mean, you try to come here and try to figure out, you know, what you need to do uh, to get ready here and, and uh, fill out, you know, how all the people get ready here. And, and, of course, Jay's done an excellent job of teaching us and helping us uh, to wherever we need to be and, you know, what we need to do before the game and stuff like that. And, and I just kind of define the schedule here is you got to kind of uh, stick it out and uh, figure it out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, congratulations, Pacific Coast League MVP, most Thank valuable you. player, which is quite an honor. When 
you get into, you come to September 1st, and of course, players in your position start thinking about being called up, and then the Padres announced that you guys are going to stay down there through the playoffs. Uh, how important was that, uh, I think, in your development and in El Paso's development, that you guys stayed down there part of the PCL championship? Yeah, I think that was kind of the, the whole aspect of all of us being there. It's just kind of have the camaraderie there and, and the will to win uh, and and actually just win it for El Paso as well. You know, I think that was the plan for the whole year, honestly, is to keep the core group there and, and – uh, as long as we're in a chance to win, you know, just keep us there as long as possible and, and uh, win our championship. They're showing the uh, – and, and for people that think that AAA championships don't matter, <laughs> the <laughs> celebrations is pretty darn good. Yeah. I well, mean, it and it brings up an interesting point, Bill, because we are watching the dog pile out in the middle of the field right now and everyone going crazy, having a great time. But, you know, sometimes there can be sort of mixed feelings with some of the guys that are expecting you to get called up and you're thinking, hey, you know, it's playoff time. This is exciting, but I'd rather be in the big leagues. We never got the sense that there was any of that uh, sort of double feeling. It seemed like you guys were committed as a group, and I think that's an, a testament to the, to the character that you guys have and the, and the camaraderie that you had on that ball club. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the camaraderie there is unbelievable, honestly. Uh, from the start of the season to the end, uh, you know, even when we brought guys uh, in from Double A and the guys got moved up uh, at the middle of the season, you know, we kind of never really skipped a beat. Honestly, uh, everybody kept their stepped in their role and and uh, performed to the best of their ability. And and even to like the last few games, you know, we we knew we should be up here. Uh, honestly, the numbers were there. Uh, you know, nothing tells it shouldn't be. Right. Uh, but um, you know, we knew we were in a goal that we wanted to win, and uh, we kind of stayed focused on that and we really kind of produced and went up there with all the focus in the world and just got through it yeah. what were the pacific coast league playoffs like you have a, i mean it seemed i mean i know you won three straight to win the first round after yes. losing the opener then you won you stretched your winning streak and then you had to come back and, and win it in oklahoma city what were those playoffs like i mean honestly that's some of the best baseball i've played uh period uh, not necessarily as a performance level, but just playing a baseball game, watching a baseball game uh, unfold. You know, that was some great games we got to play in and, and watch. You know, they were close games, uh, a lot of them, and, and just it was great baseball. I mean, that's what you want to do. One, that's what you want to play and uh, play in is, uh, you know, the playoff baseball, close games, and, and adrenaline high. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's all you ask for. Yeah, and, you know, you can look at the stats and numbers say one thing and batting averages and everything, but there's something that you can't read on a stat sheet, and that's how a guy is going to perform in the key clutch situations. And it seemed like every day when we were looking at the highlights, and we were reading your name. I mean, yeah. it seemed like you really stepped up and, and really embraced that opportunity to perform in the big situations. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, I think at a certain point, you got to mind got to click over and be like, you know, if, you, if I fail, it's okay. You know, like <laughs> I think David Ortiz said right there uh, not too long ago, like, he was not scared to fail. Like yeah. that's the biggest thing I've ever heard, and uh, mm -hmm. that he was able to get up there. If he failed, so what? You know, he's going to know that he's going to do it the next time. And uh, you're not scared to fail is is a big key. Yep. So are you, how do you feel? I mean, it's been a long season. You guys played 150 some games down there. You feel pretty good shape right now. Or are you? Uh, Absolutely. And I think I feel better now than I did probably a month ago. Uh, you know, I got a little hand issue uh, come up, but you know now I feel 100 percent. Uh, my body feels great. I had a few days off uh, in between the games there and the playoffs and stuff. So I uh, feel great. The legs feel awesome. I'm ready to go. Hey, Hunter, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the changes that you've made as a hitter. I know Morgan Burkhart said, hey, when, when he showed up here, he was a masher, which, yeah. which is fine. It's cool to be a masher. Yeah. But he said you've really fine-tuned it. Now you're a hitter that can also, you know, put up the big power numbers like you did. What are some of the changes that you've made this season? 
Uh, I think one of the biggest changes is cutting down on my long swing. Like I, when I came into the organization, I have a re- had a real long swing, long swing that kind of was just kind of lift and loft to left field, and and uh, and it really didn't work when I got to Double A because we had a big field there, wind blew straight in, it was tough to you know hit <laughs> ball out. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, so, so we got had to come back to a, just a, kind of a line drive hitter and and really short my swing up a lot, and and it really helped to uh, shorten down on the strikeouts and hit hard. Line drives. It, you know, what's really interesting about that, and like you said, you had the big long swing, and that served you well. It got you drafted in the first round. Obviously, it got you up to double A, but at some point it started to get exposed a little bit. Was yeah. it hard for you mentally just to sort of say, hey, hey I've got to start making some changes here? Uh, I think to it came to a certain point. It was like, hey, you know, it's time to change. You know, I went up to Quirky, and we all kind of had the idea, like, hey, let's get three or four days off. Let's really work on it and and just focus on getting back to the basics, and, and we're working on a new approach and new swing. And it paid off, honestly. You yeah. know, and and I think this year, you know, one of my biggest success keys was not missing pitches. You know, the the fastball that was supposed to be hit, the slider that was left up was supposed to be hit. I hit them, and you got to keep up that. And it, it's and you mentioned it. Your your strikeout ratio was the lowest that it's ever been since you started playing. But you didn't lose any of the power, exactly. so you, sh- you you got the best of both worlds. It looks Absolutely. Like. Yeah. Got a lot of doubles too. I mean, led the PCL in extra base hits. Yeah. Just saying something. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, a lot of guys there. Good. Some triples, even. Because he's, he's got wheels. He's got wheels. He's got wheels. That's the point I was trying to make. It didn't exactly come out. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you've actually he's a, you've actually played center field quite a bit. Absolutely. I mean yeah, a lot of thoughts in field, especially when Manny gets day off. I uh, need a break. Got injured a little bit. Knickknacks here. Uh, able to step in there and, and do it. it. Not only does he have wheels built, he's got a cannon. Yeah. And, and that was the first thing I saw a couple of spring trainings ago. He got called up for one of those uh, extra games yeah. in spring training. And you got a ball hit out to you in right field. And you came up firing. I thought, oh, my gosh, this guy's got a cannon out there. Yeah. The throw from left this year in, uh, in, in El Paso. Paso. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 17 <laughs> assists on the season, second most only to your teammate, Manny Margot. Yeah. Uh, a big part of your game that you enjoy doing, showing off the big gun? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think a lot of that comes with the teams not knowing that, uh, that I have a great <laughs> arm. And then they kind of find out real quick. Uh, and I think it's not necessarily the arm strength with the accuracy too as well uh you, know, you, you can have the best arm in the world but you can't throw it in the right spot you're not gonna get anybody out yeah so um, i have a hats off to that and i'm very blessed to have that number that you're wearing on your back right now <laughs> they they are not telling you that you've got a job guaranteed next right. year you number 71 71 uh, yeah uh not not going to read anything into that <laughs> other than Andy saying now, now Andy actually came out yesterday and said you know what we want to see what these guys can do because they are fighting for jobs right. next spring, but uh, I, I think you have plans to hand that number over next next year. I would hope so. <laughs> I, I've had Maybe. that number for two years now. <laughs> spring training, two spring trainings in a row now here. So that's your spring training number. Yeah, for two years I didn't even get to go <laughs> up or down. It just went same number. Yeah. So well you can flip it, it around. Is. is somebody wearing seventeen right 17? now? Seventeen. Yeah. I don't know. That wouldn't be a bad one to have. Hunter, great to see you. Congratulations. And hopefully they're not going to be scared of you next time. They're gonna, they'll challenge you and not, uh, not do the intentional walk. Huh? Absolutely. Get that first big league hit. So. Thanks for joining us. Hunter Thank Renfro joining it. us on the Cholula Hot Seat. Cholula, uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. More Padre baseball talk coming up next right here on Padre Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padre Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. 
Welcome back to Padres Social Hour, and the youth movement continues. We get a chance now to talk to the Pacific Coast League Rookie of the Year, making his Major League debut yesterday, Carlos Oswahe. Thanks for joining us on the couch, and congratulations, big leaguer. Yeah, thank you very much <laughs> for having me, and obviously it's a huge honor to be here. You know, it's been such an exciting 24, 48 hours for you. You guys just finished up the PCL uh, championship game. Congratulations on a fantastic season, by the way, in the PCL. And then you get called up. How did you find you were getting called up to the big leagues, and what was your first phone call? Who would you talk to? Well, uh, you know, obviously my first phone call was my mom. <laughs> and uh, she was crying and everything. The family got together. They put it on speaker. I had to say it like three times. Really? They didn't believe you the first two <laughs> times? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, um, I just got called into uh, Rod Barajas' office. And, um, you know, he started off slow, like, oh, you know, thanks for a good year. You know, this and that. What are you doing in the offseason? <laughs> and he was like, and then I told him. And then he was like, well, you might want to pack your bags to San Diego. And it was <laughs> Honestly, it was, a, it was an awesome experience overall. Were you expecting that, though, after the after the, the Triple A championship game? I think you were, had to be expecting to come up here. Right. I mean, it was one of those things that uh, since the Futures game, we had an idea that we, we would probably get this opportunity. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was so overwhelming when you hear that, you know. Um, it's one of those things where it's a one-in-a-lifetime experience, and uh, it, was, it was great overall. And he but made you suffer a little bit, it sounds like, right? Yeah. I mean, he made, he made you sit there for a little while oh asking yeah. about your off-season plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made you sweat. Yeah. And, then, and then, of course, you're, last night you're the first one to actually appear. You go up there as a pinch hitter, and I know – uh, you didn't get any easy pitches there, <laughs> did you? <laughs> no, it was a tough at bat. I mean, it was a, it was definitely a tough welcome to the big leagues. But uh, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, now I'm here and uh, I need to make my adjustments and um, really, you know, help the team win. Well, I'm watching that at bat, and okay, first pitch changeup, I get it, right? right? You know, and then he comes back with another. It looked like you were looking changeup the second pitch, though. Sort of like, okay, you got me on the first right. one. You <laughs> took a nice take on the second one. Then a steady diet of off-speed pitch. Don't be afraid to challenge the <laughs> guy with a heater one time, right? <laughs> you know, that's what I and that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, okay, he's probably pitching me backwards here. He's yeah. probably going to try to surprise me late in the count with a fastball. And, you know, it never came. But um, I guess it's the name of the game here. And it's all about winning and losing here. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you have to make your adjustments to. You know, if you're first at bat, you, uh, night game here. What's the background like? How did you feel? Were you comfortable up there? See the ball good? Oh, yeah, man. Wow. I, I can't tell you how uh, incredible Petco Park is uh, as a whole. Um, the lighting is unreal compared to you know what you experience in the minor leagues and uh, the backdrop, the fans behind you, everyone supporting you. It was it was a great experience, really. You know, we've all been anticipating you being here, Carlos, and it's great that you're finally here. We, you know, the team gets to the postseason, and in the back of our minds, we're thinking, oh, we, we've got to wait even longer to see these guys now. You're probably thinking the same thing to a little bit, but at the same time, a great experience being in the postseason and getting that exposure, isn't oh it? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, I think we had similar thoughts as far as you know initially when we made the playoffs. We were like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's a little longer of a wait now. But as we, you know, continue to win, it was just unbelievable how the team came together. And I think it really benefited us a lot as far as, uh, you know, playing tight games, playing tough games against, you know, the best competition. And, um, you know, I think that was a perfect, you know, uh, perfect thing before we, before we get called so up. So where were you in the celebration? <laughs> oh man, I was I was right I was right in the middle of everything, and I mean I was I was the I was the happiest guy, man. I I, I tell everybody, you know, uh, playoffs is for winning, man. It's it's not about numbers, it's not about stats, it's it's about coming together as a team, and it's it's about winning the championship. You know, a lot of people don't know that you were the PCL Rookie of the Year. You were all PCL team, but you also led the entire all of AAA in hits this year with a 179, which is 
It's a lot of hits in just 140 <laughs> some games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was a magnificent season for me personally, and uh, you know, I give all the credit in the world to the coaching staff and my and my teammates. You know, they were supporting me and my family, and uh, you know, I, I couldn't be happier with the with the job I did personally. You know, you've got such an interesting background, and born in Venezuela, you come over to the United States. Your family had been here for a little while as well. In terms of your personal. Pr trip to the big leagues and what it's taken. I, I, I saw a quote from you one time. You said, you know what, maybe my best skill is my work ethic, something that gets overshadowed a lot. And that's really been a big part of what has helped you to get up to the big leagues. Talk a little bit about your passion for the game and what it's taken for you in, in this journey up to the big leagues. Yeah, I, I stick to that. You know, I think my work, ethic, work ethic is one of those things where um, I can't, you know, I can't get away with it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that, um, you know, I'm an undersized player. I mean, that's obvious. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I'm not going to hit the ball as hard as Will Myers. I'm not going to, you know, do things as, as you know, as electrically as them, you know, and, um, you know, my work ethic is, you know, is everything for me, you know what I mean? Being a good teammate, being a good uh, role model for everybody else in the clubhouse and doing things the right way is, is something I live by, really. Line drives. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of, I've, I've, I've watched some film, a lot of line drives. Exactly. But he's got some pop, though. Yes. I mean, don't cut him short. <laughs> right. I know no, no, no. I mean, he's got, he's got pop, but uh, I like the fact that you, you're on top of the ball. I mean, you hit everything hard, but it's, it, it's really I, I like it you put the ball in play mm -hmm. yeah definitely and that's something that uh, goes to to my work ethic really you know what I mean I, I I love being in the cage I love hitting and I have a passion for it you know one of the things you can work as much as you want on your swing and your mechanics and everything but you've got a great sense of the strike zone also that's something that it seems like you've had ever since you, you first signed is that something you feel like you're you're born with or is that another sort of uh, residual effect of just the hard work that you've put in at the plate? You know, it, it does come with work ethic, but I think more than anything comes from, uh, you know, watching the game and learning from, from these guys up here. You know what I mean? Uh, when I'm not on the field, I, I really do watch baseball all the time. And it's one of those things where the more baseball you watch, the more you learn the game, and it, the, you know, the more you try to apply it to your own game. So. As Bill? many walks as strikeouts. I mean, right. yeah, I mean, that's, to me, that's always a very interesting stat, that the walks – and more walks and strikeouts right. and the way you play. Right, yeah, it definitely. And, and uh, you know, it, it's not an easy thing to do, and uh, you have to be comfortable hitting with two strikes. And, uh, you know, I've kind of learned to do that, and, uh, you know, hopefully I, I continue to do that here. <laughs> so how are you tonight, first game? I mean, did you know when you – when were you told that you were going to be starting in your second night here? Yeah, I got told uh, yesterday after the game, actually. After so the game? Yeah. So it was, uh, you know – Incredible experience here. We're, we're facing the Giants, and uh, you know, Jeff Samarge is on the mound, so it's going to be an interesting experience. But I, I'm more than ready for the challenge. I think. And hopefully, you get a fastball to hit tonight. Oh yeah, somebody yeah. challenge we'll this see. guy, <laughs> would you? Yeah, we'll right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, Carlos. Throw up fast. Congratulations. Thanks for joining us once again on the couch, and look forward to seeing you get that first big league hit tonight. Awesome. Thank you very much. All right, for Carlos. Carlos. Hey, joining us. Hey, you know what? Fiesta time. We all love a fiesta. It's fiesta at the park, at the ballpark. Join the Padres for Fiesta in the Park, presented by Verizon on Friday, September 23rd. Be at Petco Park early for the pregame party with food and drink specials and live entertainment. Get tickets at Padres.com slash Padres. That's Q-U-E Padre. Padres Social Hour. More coming up. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. The youth movement continues here. We get a chance to talk to another one of the young superstars that, we get a, that just got called up yesterday. Manny Margot, Manny Manuel 
What do you prefer? Well, Mario you Wine. Either one, yeah. Manny or Manuel from Dominican Republic. We have Danny Sanchez here from the Media Relations Department to join us and help us in the interpretation. So, Danny, thanks for joining us as well. First of all, thank you for being here, and congratulations on getting to the big leagues. Gracias por bien y felicidades en que están la grande liga. An exciting 48 hours. Are you still going mostly on adrenaline at this point? Muy emocionante, 48 horas. Está usando mucho adrenalina todavía? Para mí son las, o sea, para mí son las uh, 24, 48 horas más feliz de mi vida porque, o sea, desde chiquito soñé con esto y, y hoy por fin se me hace realidad. Yeah, you know, for me, to be honest, these have been probably the 24, 48 hours, uh, the most happiest 24 <laughs> to 48 hours of my life. This is something that I've dreamed about since I was a little boy. So to be able to be here now, uh, very excited to, to be here. No question about it. And you had a fantastic season. Were you expecting to get called up to the big leagues? And how did you find out who was the first person that you called? Felicidades, un temporada muy excelente. ¿Estás esperando para ir a la grande liga ahora? ¿Y cómo dijiste? ¿Y quién fue la primera persona que llamaste cuando encontraste las noticias? Bueno, traté de llamar a la primera persona a mi padre y no me pudo comunicar con él porque ya, o sea, es hora diferente. Y como no me pudo comunicar con él, llamé a mi hermano y mi hermano al día siguiente, como yo tenía vuelo temprano, se comunicó con él y habló con él. Yeah, it's funny. The first person that I tried to get in contact with was actually my dad, but with the time difference, uh, he was asleep. So uh, once I wasn't able to get a hold of him, I was able to reach my brother, um, and he was able to kind of relay the information on to, to my family. That's great. So uh, your first year here in the organization, obviously yeah. you're with Boston. I guess the transition has gone pretty smoothly for you. Primer año aquí con los padres fue con Boston antes. ¿Cómo se fue la transición para ti? Sabe, cuando uno empieza a jugar pelota, uno todo el tiempo tiene, o sea, uno, uno mayormente se enfoca mucho en el equipo que, que le da oportunidad a uno. O sea, bueno, Boston fue el equipo que me dio la oportunidad y de verdad me siento agradecido con ellos porque ellos confiaron en mí y me dieron la oportunidad de, de jugar pelota. Pero esto es un negocio y allá hoy pertenezco a los padres y gracias a ellos por darme la oportunidad también de confiar en mí y llamarme a Grande Liga. Yeah. You know, as a ball player, you're always very grateful to the first organization that gives you a chance and gives you an opportunity. So uh, I'm always very thankful and appreciative uh, for Boston and the opportunity that they gave me. But at the same time, you know, baseball is a business. And now that I'm here in San Diego, uh, you know, I feel extremely excited to be here, very happy to be here, and uh, very fortunate that the Padres have also given me an opportunity here in San Diego. Yeah, this was the first year that you've actually been in one city for the entire season. Normally, you're moving around. Did, did that help you during this year? And normalmente, otros años está cambiando muchos equipos. So, uh, jugaste en Lowell, uh, you were in Portland, you were in Salem, Greenville, muchos. Este fue la primera vez que está en una ciudad por toda la temporada. A sí. ¿Ayudaste? O sea, sabe, este, para mí, para mí sí, para mí me ayudó mucho. Tú sabes que, o sea, uno, uno se enfoca, uno se enfoca en lo que, en lo que uno tiene que hacer. Y ya los demás vienen por, por añadidura. Sabe que cuando uno empieza, uno lo que quiere alcanzar es el segundo nivel. Y como, o sea, como estábamos en, en playoff, y o sea eso fue para mí algo algo muy muy especial y esperé mi tiempo hasta que por fin estoy aquí yeah, you know, for me it's something that definitely helped me out a lot um, you know you always try to focus and kind of buckle down and, and have the my, the right mindset um, but for me to be able to be in one place uh, was very helpful for me and then not only that but to be able to you know participate in the playoffs and go through that experience as well um, it was a very encouraging year for me yeah, explain a little bit about the, the postseason and the playoffs. How, how important was that for you to, to play in that kind of pressure? La importancia de jugando en los playoffs y la presión que tiene que jugar. 
Alguito, o sea, sabe que el juego se pone un poquito más rápido, sabe que tiene que... Eh, la pequeña cosa tiene que ejecutarla para, para poder tener un campeonato y, y estábamos todos en conjunto y eso para mí fue lo más importante, estábamos todos en conjunto y todos pensábamos diferente. Yeah, you know, I mean, when you're in the playoffs, the speed of the game tends to intensify a little bit. Everything, you know, gets a little bit faster, a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, it's just, again, being focused, having that mindset, being ready to uh, every single day to go out and play ball. But being in the playoffs was a great experience for us. Um, you know, again, it was an awesome opportunity to be able to win a championship. I'm very fortunate to be a part of it. Yeah. Now, this was not the first time that you've been here at Petco Park. You were here for the Futures yeah. game as well. Did that help you in, in terms of maybe being not so nervous this time around? Aquí antes en el Futures game, ayudaste así no tan nervioso aquí para el juego anoche? No, no, no nervioso. Sabe que, o sea, yo de verdad lo que debería sentirme alegre como me siento ahora. Y de verdad yo me siento muy alegre porque... O sea, ya tuve la oportunidad de, de conocer un poquito el terreno, viene el juego Futuro Estrella, y gracias a Dios eso se, se, me, se me hizo más fácil. Yeah, I, w I wouldn't really say that I was nervous at all. Um, you know, having the opportunity to participate in the Futures game, that's something that, uh, you know, kind of exposed me to the ballpark, to the field a little bit more. Um, so just to have that knowledge of the stadium, um, you know, I was very joyful to be able to, to be here uh, after taking place in the Futures game as well. Yeah, but you're comfortable in this park already. Look at that great catch at the wall right there. Está cómodo aquí en este parque. Mira en la pared. Está fricando, man. So you're totally comfortable in Petco already. Está cómodo aquí. You look, you look like you're comfortable. Yeah. Hey, now I heard that you're taking English classes, that you've got some English. And we had your, your teacher on here earlier, Carlos Asuay. Yeah, ¿Está yeah. aprendiendo inglés de Carlos Asuay? Is he teaching you? Él es, o sea, una persona que me ha ayudado mucho y sabe que como él maneja bien los dos idiomas, para mí es algo muy importante porque cuando no sé algo le pregunto a él y él en esa parte me ha ayudado mucho. Yeah, you know, he's a guy that um, I've relied on heavily this year. He's a great guy. Um, and with him being so good at both English and Spanish, he's a guy that I go to a lot because, you know, for me, uh, learning the language is important. So he's been a, a great help to me in that regard. Okay, last question. You're making your first start in the big leagues tonight. You're pretty excited about it? Yeah. You don't need an interpretation <laughs> for that, do you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. You're ready to go? Yeah. Hey, Manny, thanks for joining us. Congratulations you, again and good luck tonight. That was awesome. I'm excited for Manuel. And wow, I was really impressed with Scanlon's ability to basically be his own interpreter while right. interviewing. That was he very impressive. He speaks very nice Spanish. Yeah, I was very impressed. Um, we want to welcome, I, man, I butchered your name so badly earlier. I said Jail, and it's, and it's Halil. Ha Hayil, Hayil. Man, it's so glad to have you. Uh, we're so happy to have you here. SD member moments. We, we're, we're thrilled you're here. Sorry I butchered your name on live TV and then butchered again while trying to unbutcher it. So it's really great. I, you know what I should do is give you the shirt off my back. Hey, speaking of shirts off their back, be at Petco Park from September 19th through the 25th for the 16th annual Shirts Off Their Backs presented by Saquon Golf Resort. Fans can purchase a $1 scratch-off ticket for a chance to win a player-worn Navy Digi Camo jersey. Proceeds benefit the Padres Foundation. Uh, we will get back to more Padres Social Hour. We have got an interview with Austin Hedges coming up next with uh, the Spanish-speaking uh, Bob Scanlon. We'll be back soon. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. 
Welcome back to Padre Social Hour. We've had a chance to talk to some of the Padre newbies. We've still got another one of the young players that's the future of this organization, but he's sort of the old salty vet of these young guys. Austin Hedges, thanks for joining us, and uh, congratulations on getting called up. It's been an exciting 24 hours for you. Yeah, it really has. I'm, uh, I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, congratulations on everything that happened during the season. An, an amazing year for you. We'll talk about that. But uh, postseason, I mean, talk about that experience, if you don't mind, being in the, in the playoffs. Congratulations on the PCL championship with El Paso. A good experience for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, anytime you can you can come together as a unit and, and learn how to win together is is, uh, is something really special. And we did that all season in El Paso, and um, to be able to finish it off in in the playoffs and take that PCL championship home, I know uh, I can speak for for all the guys that are here and all the guys that are were back in El Paso. Uh, it was it was a really fun journey. This had to be a little bit of an unusual season for you, though. I mean, because the way you played up here last year, a lot of people expect that you would be back spent the entire year at AAA. I mean, I know you enjoyed the championship and everything, but the goal is to be in the major leagues. How difficult was you was it for you to sort of work that out? Um, I mean, I think uh, throughout my entire career and for the rest of my career, it's always it's, it's always a journey. It's always a, a process of trying to get better, and um, that's really how I looked at it. I just wanted to try and get a little bit better every day, and um, you know, it was, a, it was a really exciting year for me, uh, especially offensively. Um, made a lot of really good adjustments, so um, you know, I was just I was just glad to keep making those adjustments, and you know I'm here right now, and I'm glad to be here now. You know, it was stay here. Yeah, it's stay exactly. <laughs> right. I think he will. I mean, we're expecting him <laughs> right. to. But it was such a debate last year w with the fans, with the media, maybe even with you and your agent and the team in terms of what is the best thing for Austin Hedges in terms of your development. And obviously, being in the big leagues, nothing wrong with that. And but you didn't get the playing time I think that a lot of people expected. But I got to give you a ton of credit. You put in a lot of work last year, even though you weren't getting the playing time, on your defense and on your hitting as well. When you look back on it, do you feel like it was still a positive experience being up here as long as you were? One of the best experiences of my life. I mean, uh, the goal is always to be in the big leagues. No matter, I mean, no matter if I'm in, in low A or high A, I still want to be in the big leagues, even though I know you got to climb that ladder to get there eventually. But, but last year, what I learned from, from watching guys, from talking to guys, um, just from being in the dugout with them, whether I was playing or not, I think every day I learned something new, and um, I don't think I would be or had the season I would have had this year without that experience last year. Yeah, I noticed last night you were you spent an awful lot of the innings when the uh, Padres were on the field uh, talking with Andy Green right there in the steps, uh, going over stuff, pitchers, or just. Uh, oh, he was just kind of talking about what was going on in the game. We were talking. Uh, I know Goldschmidt was up one time. We were kind of talking about how we we're going to pitch him and um, you know his strengths and watch watching Perdomo. I mean. I, I caught him in spring. He didn't have that sinker he has now, so uh, we're kind of talking <laughs> about, you know, why that sinker is so good because I know he's had a lot of success lately. Right. Um, but little things like that. You know, one of the questions I've got, you have the surgery to remove the hook of the hamate bone, and everybody says that after that surgery for a while, you sort of lose your power. You, you wound up hitting like 10 home runs the next month <laughs> when you came back. Where, where, where was the loss of power? Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't easy. This thing was—it uh, didn't feel good for a while. It's—it uh, it was a slow process, and um, uh, but but our, our training staff was outstanding and allowed me to get healthy. I think um, a lot quicker than a lot of guys do coming off this surgery. And I remember the day that that it, I, I woke up and it just felt good and it felt right and it was a, it was just it was a good feeling to go in the box for the first time pr pretty much all season, healthy and confident in in my abilities and. 
um, started getting in the groove, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and to start the season off that way also. I mean, yeah. you got off hitting 330 or something, then 10 games into the season, all of a sudden you've got to deal with the handmade yeah. issue. But as you said, you came back pretty quickly, and you didn't miss a step because you ended up putting up some of your best offensive numbers of the season. Yeah, I think uh, I, I was a little nervous at first because I was like, you know, I mean, I, I came off to a, a really good start, and I wanted to con continue that. And I actually struggled for about a week uh, right when I came back. And um, once once I kind of got healthy and I could trust the trust the process, trust my approach, uh, good things started to happen. Which, by the way, if you had played the full season, the numbers, you would have been second in the PCL in slugging, third in OPS, and and fourth in batting average, which really are solid figures. Yeah, no, that's a nice projection. Right. <laughs> it worked and out pretty well. Right, and despite missing seven <laughs> weeks, you still finished, what, eighth in home runs. So that's that's quite a season. Thank you. And, Thank and you. a lot of the offensive turnaround is because of some changes that you made, and I know there were a couple of mechanical things that you did. The first thing I want to talk about is, is the leg lift, and I think that you added that. When uh -huh. did you decide, hey, I've got to start adding a leg lift, and how's it helped your timing? Yeah, in spring training, right when I started working with Z, we uh, – he, the first thing he told me was, "Are you ready to be comfortable being uncomfortable?" And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I need, I, I know, I need to get better. <laughs> Great I question. believe, yeah, I, I believe that there's a lot more in the tank. I want, I think, I think I can hit the ball harder and farther than I've, I've shown." And he believed in me, and it was a real, it, it was an interesting process. We w we worked on a lot of really weird things that eventually came to that little leg kick and just got me into a strong position. I think it, it allows me to get to close to my max power position before I can attack the baseball. You apply that with a good approach, and that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, it brings up an amazing point, and we talked about this with Hunter Renfro a little bit, too. Your willingness to take that risk, because what you've been doing has been successful up to a certain point, and yet you reached a point where you just said, hey, I want to get to the next level. I, I want to do a little bit better. How difficult is it for you to sort of put your comfort zone aside and say, hey, I'm going to be uncomfortable for a while? Uh, it's tough, but at the same time, for me, I was just, I mean, I was just so eager to take my offense to the next level. I was like, you know, I, I, if I'm going to if I'm gonna play in the big leagues, I need to be able to hit. So um, everything that Z was talking to me about, and I know the success that he had with Houston, I was like, all right, hey, let's, let's do this. I, I'm just going to put all the trust in you. And uh, what we were able to do in just a month and a half or so was, was remarkable. And it was, a lot, it was a lot of fun to be able to go and apply that immediately. So now being here, I'm really looking forward to continuing to work with him. When did it start to feel comfortable? Uh, I, the, the first day I, I, I did the leg kick, I, uh, I flew out the first day. I think I was like 0 for 2, 0 for 3. The next day, I hit two home runs in spring training. I was like, hey, you know, maybe this might work. And that always helps when you get some validation right, right away. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I, I, I had a good B. I remember I had a really good BP that day. Yeah. I started feeling the timing of everything. Rolled into the game, and from there, just kind of took off. That's awesome, because that doesn't always happen where you get that instant no, result. No, no. The hand's in a little bit different position also, it looks like. Maybe not quite as high or a little closer a to little your body. Uh, a li maybe a little bit. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't think about that as much. It's, it's a little bit more in my lower half is my where, where my thoughts are at. Okay. On the defensive side, same solid. I mean, what is there left for you to improve? When you come to the ballpark each day, you already recognize as one of the best defensive catchers in the game. What do you feel like, hey, I want to even get better at this? I got to get better at, uh, I, I mean, the different, one of the biggest differences in AAA and here is the information. So mm. what I want to do is be a master at the game plan. I want to know the scouting reports. I want to know every hitter that we're playing against, strengths, weaknesses. I got to know my pitchers. I want to know the spray charts. I got to know, I want to I I be able to know everything going into the game to have the best possible, um, so we can, I can give my pitcher the best possible outcome. Interesting, though, that last year you were here for you know, pretty much from June on, 
Uh, but the pictures you're going to be work it's almost a complete different set of pictures that you're going to be learning here. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be great. I know uh, I've, caught a, I've caught a handful of them. Um, there was last year in spring training, but, but the guy's like, I know Friedrich's pitching tonight. I haven't caught him in a game, but I talked to him a little bit in BP during the game yesterday, so um, I know we'll get on the same page before the game. You know, I was only joking a little bit when we introduced you as sort of the salty vet of the young guys that are coming up. Have you had a talk with, with some of the young guys, uh, Swahe and, and Hunter and, and Manny? Does, hey, this is kind of uh, what to expect. A little bit. I know, uh, I mean, for th they all got in the game yesterday. I know I, I reminded them that's all awesome because now you get your first start today. You've already played. You kind of got those nerves out of the way. I remember for me, I got a pinch hit in my first big league appearance and then started the next day. And I remember after getting that at bat out of the way, that first that first one, yeah. the next day I could breathe a little bit. You know, <laughs> it's still baseball. Right. So I'm, I'll probably try to just try and remind them that kind of stuff. What do you think of Hunter going up as a pinch hitter and being intentionally <laughs> <That's> walked? <awesome. laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of the coolest things. He'll be able to tell that for the rest of his life. I got intentionally <laughs> walked in my first big league at bat. You know, final one, we'll let you go. But you guys stayed together in El Paso. Now you've come up as a group, and there's some more guys. Do you sort of see it as this is the core? This is the young core that hopefully is going to be the new foundation for this organization moving forward? I hope so. They're, they're, they're a great group of guys. They, uh, they work hard. They want to win. And uh, I know I have a blast going to the ballpark every day to work with them. So um, I'm really looking forward to hopefully playing with them for a long time. Awesome. Congratulations. You know, we, you back up again. we mentioned this earlier, but it, it really seemed like you guys really enjoyed winning that PCL title. Absolutely. I mean, w when you play uh, a full season together, you, you want to win each and every day. And to get that ultimate uh, goal of, of, of getting that ring, I know it was really special for all of us. All right. We do have to take the break now. Austin, congratulations. Thanks again. Great to see you up here and uh, have you. some fun tonight. Thank you. All right. Austin Hedges joining us. More Padres Social Hour coming up. But first, we've got to tell you about Hispanic Heritage Weekend. Don't miss Padres Hispanic Heritage Weekend. It's this weekend when the Padres face the Giants. Weekend is packed with celebrations and fun. Purchase a special theme game ticket package and receive a Hispanic Heritage themed Padres hat. Those things look pretty nice. Info at Padres or info and tickets at Padres.com slash Padres. That's Q-U-E Padre. More Padres Social Hour coming up. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. This is Brady Phelps, not Bob Scanlon. Right. You have to reintroduce yourself after I know. That. I feel like I, we just went through a whole show of, uh, of awesome interviews. What did you think of the, all those interviews you got to do with these young kids? You know what? They're... I, I've talked to all four before, uh, Margot through an interpreter one time. Uh, they are, in terms of being able to work with the media, beyond what you normally have from young players. Yeah. They, yeah. Are, ver they are very skilled at... Uh, at it, it felt like they were very skilled, very polished. Yeah. Very oh, very yeah. yeah. And well, it sh certainly helped with Scanlon's well ability with Margot specifically to right. be able to... I don't know if you... We got a tweet in from Ghost to Ray Croc that said... Hey, look at Hayes Can being all bilingual and stuff on Padre Social Hour. A lot of ball players, because you have to become bilingual, and a lot of ball players speak Spanish or they speak baseball Spanish. Yeah. So they can talk to you know players from the Latin American countries. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so, yeah. obviously a lot of sense. Uh, but that is what happens. So uh, th it's like it's called baseball Spanish because you know enough to t be able to talk right. baseball. With right. somebody on the field. Right, but when an interview comes around, it obviously right. helps to have an interpreter. Absolutely. And an incredible interviewer. Now I know why they didn't have me interview. I <laughs> worked in a bumbling mess. Togolagidata. Um, so one thing I wanted to get to, I wanted to get your opinion. This is something we've argued about before, which is one of my you know, favorite things to do is argue with you. 
um, is, you know, my buddy R Ricky Whitlock, he made the surfboard for David Ortiz right. during the, and that was our gift to him. Mm -hmm. Did you happen to catch what the Orioles gave uh, Big Poppy today? I don't like the idea of giving players gifts. I think it's sort of phony baloney, but if you're going to give one, <laughs> the Orioles came up with the perfect. Oh, man. So they back in 2013, right. this is Big right. Poppy coming to the July dugout. July of 2013, Just taking out. Destroying the, the phone. Right. Destroying the bullpen phone in the uh, in the visiting dug and dugout in at Baltimore. unprecedented move of awesome. Right. The there Orioles it is. come back. There it is. Authenticated and all, the smashed dugout phone. And they presented it to him uh, at the plate today, which I think is pretty amazing. I think that might be the best gift I've ever seen. Yeah, it's incredible. And what I love about it is that someone who's super grumpy and hates gifts, you can actually, you got on board finally yeah, with the gift I giving. I loved it. Um, I loved it. And well, that made me very happy. Smashed phone. That was perfect. It's <laughs> good stuff. I um, Speaking of very happy, I'm thrilled to see these guys start tonight. Like, I just... I feel like, you know, this it's been a tough season as a Padre fan, and we finally get to see these new guys come up right. and see what they're made of and see what they're going to bring next season and beyond. I'm I, excited. And the fans are, too, because today I, I always tweet the lineups every day, and today I tweeted the lineups, and, like, within five minutes I had something like 7,000 hits. On, oh, humble right, brag. Right. Uh, no, just on the line. But that's not because of anything I did. That's because of the interest – and seeing the right. four new guys right. in there. Yeah, no, it's great. Who's of the four? Who are you most excited to watch? Uh, probably Margot. I the five. He's got great tools. He's got speed. He's got a great arm. He's got uh, great defensive skills. Hits, runs, steals bases. Right. Uh, Renfro would be next. Yep. Uh, I've seen Hedges. And yeah, I know. I have to. I, I still get. I, I swoon over Austin Hedges still. Oh, behind the plate. I love him. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this fun episode of Padres Social Hour. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with Bob Scanlon, Randy Jones, and that man on the couch, Bill Center. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with more Padres Social Hour. <laughs>